0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1691. Frugality is a compounding game, part two, by Liz of frugalwoods.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Today's post is actually a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, it'd be best to listen to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Frugality is a compounding game, part two, by Liz of frugalwoods.com. The compounding nature of frugality. Continuing on with the haircut example, since Mr. Frugalwoods and I have permanently converted to our free DIY at-home haircuts, we're now set up to reap the benefits of these cost savings for the rest of our lives. We've saved a combined $2,688 thus far and we'll continue to save $1,032 every single year, probably more since I imagine the cost of haircuts will increase with inflation. Of course, these savings on their own are not all that earth-shattering, but when we couple our haircut savings with our thriftiness in all other aspects of our lives, that's when the magical unicorn of compound interest takes flight. Essentially, the more you save, the less you spend. The less you spend, the more you save. The more you save, the more you invest. And the richer you grow. And then financial independence, pursuing your passions, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you get that this saves us money. But did you know that there are a trove of other beneficial elements related to the DIY route? Listen on, fair frugalite. Number one, we learned a new skill. When we were paying for our haircuts, we weren't accruing any benefits beyond merely getting our fur trimmed. Conversely, with our DIY approach, we advance our self reliance and our own personal reservoir of knowledge. Let's be honest here no one ever yells into a crowd, Help! Does anyone know how to perform a DIY haircut? But it's a skill that's socked away in our pantheon of abilities nonetheless. Realizing that we're capable of doing things ourselves opened a door for Mr. Frugalwoods and me to start performing tons of tasks on our own, baking our own bread felling our own firewood, grooming our own dog, replumbing our own pipes, the list is endless. Because with each new thing or problem that crops up in our lives, we first try to figure it out ourselves. If that fails, then we call in the experts. But far more often than not, we're able to insource it. Number two, it's a relationship builder. Would you like to spend more time with your friends and or loved ones? What better way than giving them a haircut? Laugh all you want, but we usually have great conversations while clipping each other's locks. It's dedicated, quiet time together. Same goes for all the other projects we perform. There's also an element of learning to problem solve together. Mr. Frugalwoods and I don't agree 100% of the time, nor are we nice to each other every moment of every day. But what we've recognized is that having a strong framework for working through challenges be it how to unfreeze a pipe or how not to bicker when we're stressed, is vital. Every time we collaborate on a project together, such as planting our vegetable garden the other week, we hone and refine our partnership and communication skills. Much like a garden, a marriage is a living, breathing entity that requires tending. Aw, homestead metaphor. Continual collaborative work is an excellent way to strengthen and expand the framework of a relationship. And if you just thought, but we fight every time we try to do something difficult together, then I challenge you to tackle a project as a team and figure out the pressure points that cause arguing to erupt. Number three, saves time. Rather than trek all the way to the barbershop, wait in line, drive all the way home, etc., We simply trot into the bathroom and 15 minutes later emerge with a fresh dew. There is a fallacy that outsourcing always saves time. And while that is sometimes the case, it's also true that the embodied time of outsourcing sometimes far outstrips the time it would take to DIY. I've literally spent more time writing about our haircuts than actually giving or receiving them. But then I love to write and am long-winded. So the balance of my time is good here. Number four, made an expense obsolete. Also salient to realize is that Mr. Frugalwoods and I didn't just find a way to save on haircuts. We made that expense obsolete. Rather than trying to stretch out the time between haircuts or use coupons or hunt down discounts, we simply removed this expense wholesale. This approach, in case you're wondering, is massively easier than trying to perform haircut savings jiu-jitsu every month. Parting thoughts, get it? Our consumer culture never misses an opportunity to remind us that we're incapable of doing things ourselves and so had better pay a professional. But you know what? We're all a great deal more capable of self-reliance than we give ourselves credit for. Our insourcing started small with painting a room by ourselves. And yours can start small too. Once you unlock the liberation of doing things for yourself, it's honestly hard to stop. And oh yeah, you'll save a ton of money in the process. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Frugality is a Compounding Game by Liz of FrugalWoods.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's monarchmone dot OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. I think frugality is a superpower, and it has the potential to lead to a whole lot of personal development. I love how Liz points out here that self-reliance comes with so many more benefits than just saving money. For example, when I stopped wearing makeup years ago, yes, I saved money. But I think the bigger benefit was that I got comfortable with what my face looks like. That's far more valuable to me than the money I saved. I also totally agree that frugality can be a relationship builder. For example, right now, my Midwestern gentleman is building a customized bookshelf for the Economy Conference Sharing Library. My man found a $20 shelving unit on Craigslist as a starting point and then added a ton of elements to it to make it really unique. He spent hours the other day reinforcing it, adding a back and sides, welding together a wheeled base, painting it, and he's even going to vinyl wrap it with a cool design. And the best part is he's having fun with it. I love how he lights up when he talks about how he found a solution for a challenging design element. And it's fun for me to be super impressed with him and appreciate how creative and skilled he is at building things. We're the same way when it comes to gift giving. For the most part, we try not to buy each other gifts and we make them instead. Over the years, I barely remember the things he's bought me but I gush over every gift he's made me. They are so much more memorable. And that's another episode of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thank you for your support and for listening every day. I'll be back with more posts for you tomorrow. So have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.